Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, before we bring in the goth ninjas, here's a brief word from ZipRecruiter. 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Your name is Trump? All right, Sheriff, how long are you going to put up with this? What do you mean? How long are you going to let this con man walk around town? Be careful, son. I can sue you. How about it, Sheriff? When are you going to put the lid on? What for? Well, stealing is stealing, whether you do it with a gun or a mouthful of mealy words. I don't intend to sit here and be insulted, Sheriff. If your people don't want my help, I can go elsewhere. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Trump. You don't talk for the rest of us. Since the sheriff wouldn't stop Trump, Hobie had to find somebody who would. Well, there's got to be some way to stop him. Well, if there is, I don't know it. It's funny how a big lie can make us all kids again. Hobie had checked the town. The people were ready to believe. Like sheep, they ran toward the slaughterhouse. And waiting for them was the high priest of fraud. I am the only one. Just me. I can build a wall around your homes that nothing will penetrate. You're a liar, Trump. There's not going to be any rain of fire. Can you deny the meteorites will come? Can you deny the comet? Well, it's not going to happen the way you say it is. You're under arrest, Trump. Bob Seska! Bob! 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 The Bob Seska Show! That was a real show. I didn't make that up. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, January 9, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. You're a liar, Trump. 
Trump. Yes, he is. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1085 of the Trump crisis, day 110 of the impeachment of Donald Trump, 229 days until the 2020 presidential election, and oh my God, let's bring in the goth ninjas, huh? That is. It's time for the goth ninjas. Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast, sexyliberal.com, also from-the-bunker.com. And T-Rex David Ferguson from the T-Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report. Holy shit, Goth Ninjas, how are your 409Ks doing? Woo, so much better. <laughs> yeah, if so I had one, uh, I would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, no one has a hey, 409K. what is that one clip from? The Bob! Bob! Uh, oh, Bob, that? Bob. That is from What About Bob? That is Richard Driver. So right. it's, not, it's not this Bob. Bob, Bob. It's kind of like right. that. Bob. But it's not. Um, I'm, I'm stockpiling catchphrases for the, the T-Rex Bob buddy movie. So, <laughs> okay. Right now I've just got, you dumbass. <laughs> ah. Okay, well that one will get a lot of use uh, if you're doing a show with me. By the way, I just wanted to let you know, David, there is no such thing as a 409K. That's what Trump right. said today. Trump tweeted that uh, oh, gotcha. everyone's enjoying their 409Ks and then went, went ahead and deleted the tweet. Yeah, this guy wants to be our commander-in-chief. <laughs> Trump is a fucking idiot. Sleep tight, America. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Um, so what's happening with the resolutions to strip him of the ability to make any further aggressive actions toward Iran? Uh, it's never going to pass. Well, it, it won't pass the Senate. It'll, it'll yeah. pass the it'll House. Pass the House? Pass the pass the Senate. Is that enough? No. No. It has to pass the Senate. Plus, these are these are non-binding, at least out of the House initially. Uh, yeah. Plus, he would have to sign them. I mean, if there right. was a legislation <laughs> right. saying we're, we're stripping you of your war powers, he would have to go, okay, all right, I'm going to do it. And... Good God! It's so gross. It is just, I mean, you know, as if there were, if we, like, <laughs> like we would have to go and look up ways to make him more repellent. I know. Mm-hmm. Holy God! Yeah, those remarks yesterday. In fact, we've got two sets of remarks to talk about with uh, Donald Trump. We've got yesterday's thing about Iran, and then we've got today's press availability in the Oval Office, where he said mm-hmm. some other crazy shit. Uh, yesterday was, of course, subdued Donald Trump. Today was pseudo-ephedrine Donald Trump. I mean, it's hard to tell <laughs> which Donald Trump is going to show up from day to day. But, I mean, before we get into any of that, first of all, i got to get both of your reactions to what's been happening with Iran for the last— we, we Well, last- I need to say one thing really quick, though. Okay, all right. Because that one guy was on the air last week talking about how he's been—Trump's drugs are pseudo-fed— yeah. And Adderall. Right. I'm like, okay, you are claiming to be one of the richest men in the world. You're yeah. claiming to be a billionaire. Surely you can afford better drugs. Right. That was Chez's thing for so long with Donald Trump. Like, yeah, he claims to have a net worth of $9 billion, I think it was. And yet he has the worst possible suits. He has the worst possible hair. I mean, his suits are so fucking stupid. Kind of just hanging off of him. He's got those little teeny tiny narrow shoulders, and then he's got big giant (laughs) shoulder pads to compensate for it, but they're too big, so you can see his little dainty shoulders poking through. It's just a a mess, so none of what he does reflects his actual net worth, probably because he's not really worth that amount of money. I mean, he's what, $350 million in debt to Deutsche Bank Mm -hmm. alone? I mean, this guy is floating on credit, uh, Russian credit and Deutsche Bank credit, uh, which I guess is one of the same, depending on on, uh, who you ask. 
but yeah, so on to Iran. Um, you guys, I'm sure you've recovered now from the stress of, you know, 12 hours or so in which we had no idea whether we were going to war or not. It was, okay, everybody uh, take a breath yeah. and understand this is exactly what the enemy does right before they hit you with something you don't expect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I'm not, I mean, this is, like, brace yourselves for cyber attack. I mean, this is just like, everyone's like, oh, around back down. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, for the time it being. Just went, yeah. You know, like they know that like in a face-to-face, toe-to-toe, army-to-army war, they cannot win against it. So they can only wage it asymmetrically. Right. And it is a lot cheaper and it costs a lot less in blood and treasure to do cyber attacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what Iran did was try to measuredly go after us. Apparently they warned us where they were going to go. So yeah, which is really personnel nice. Personnel out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, they basically were trying to not start World War III. Right. They were the cooler heads in all of this. Rouhani exactly. was the cooler head between him and Trump. No, but and they're that's gonna, a, not a shot there. there. Is, but there are Soleimani you know, factions all over the Middle East yeah. that are going to, that are not, Iran based per yeah, se, you yeah. know, there's people in Yemen, there's people all over the planet that, that are, that are very upset about this and they will go after soft targets and they will go after things that Iran might know about and wink and nod, but they're not technically behind. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, the whole idea, going back to what David was saying too, about this, <laughs> this concept that, Hey, why don't we celebrate? We avoided war with Iran. Mm-hmm. But at what goddamn cost? I mean, Donald mm-hmm. Trump drove us right up to the brink of a full-scale mm-hmm. war with Iran, which wouldn't have been like the war in Iraq by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. It would have been far, far worse. And there mm-hmm. are still U.S. soldiers in Iraq <laughs> since mm-hmm. 2003. They've been there. And so you can imagine, extrapolate that out to a war, a ground war. Again, another land war in Asia. Good luck with that. Um, into the you know the, the the scope and scale of a war with Iran, it's just it's ludicrous. It's but he drove us right up to the brink of that in order to what? Um, let's go through the list. Uh, we stopped talking about impeachment for a while there, so there was that. Uh, there's yeah, for also a minute though. Yeah, it's back. Well, there's also Donald Trump, and this is a big deal. Donald Trump wanting to erase the Barack Obama legacy by among other things destroying the JCPOA, the Iran deal. So the the whole thing started with Donald Trump withdrawing from the JCPOA. That's how this entire thing got started. In the process, since December 27th, when the whole back and forth began, when the escalation began leading up to uh, the other night, Iran decided, okay, well, we're withdrawing from the JCPOA too. So that whole thing is done. There was a at least a 15-year term on that in which Iran was not going to develop nuclear weapons, and that was all good. Donald Trump withdraws from that, turning a 15-year term, which Donald Trump seems claims to hate, into mm-hmm. a zero-year term. 15, Donald Trump, is more than zero. Right. <laughs> and so ultimately, what we're going to get through the hardship of having to hang on tight as this crazy person drives us to the brink of war, we're going to end up with another Iran deal that's going to be worse than the JCPOA was. It's going to be probably shorter. I mean, why would anyone do a deal with Donald Trump? He's completely not trustworthy. He has no integrity. He's He doesn't play on the level. He is going to back out if he doesn't like it. It's just a sh- bunch of shenanigans so he can get reelected. 
Mm-hmm. And so, so it's, it's not even a lateral move. I mean, we may not even get that. So the consequences of this back and forth with Iran, this brinksmanship with Iran, is exactly effing nothing. That is what we're going to get out of it. Well, except that whole business with us sending conflicting letters to the the Iraqi government. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah. We, we respect your decision and respect your sovereignty as a nation. So we'll just be heading out and, you know, thanks for everything. <laughs> right. You know, turn off the lights when you leave and feed the fish. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Iraq has booted us out of the country. So mm-hmm. what, what, this is somehow, somehow you're going to spin this as a win, as a victory for Trump and as a victory for the United States. Good God, this can be nothing but termed as a, as a loss, as a major, major uh, catastrophe, starting with Donald Trump withdrawing from the JCPOA. Since then, it has been a disaster for the United States, a disaster mm-hmm. for arms control. So, I mean, to me, anyone, David, who's celebrating this... They're just not paying any goddamn attention. Meanwhile, I think about like how I mean, just I had an actual moment of human empathy for Ben Shapiro just for a flash <laughs> because it's got to be <laughs> wow, so exhausting uh-huh. to be chasing around this completely incoherent Iran policy and trying yeah. to come up with ways to justify it. Right. It changes on an hourly basis. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the other day he was all going on and on about how like Suleimani was this bad guy. And I just wanted to be like, hey, Ben Shapiro, if Suleimani is such a bad guy, he's, you know, it's such so time that we need to get rid of him. Why don't you close your eyes and spell his name for me? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Donald Trump can spell Suleimani. I don't <laughs> think Donald can. Trump can find Iran on a map. I don't think jo- Donald Trump knows what JCPOA stands for. I don't think he's ever read the Iran deal. All he knows about the Iran deal is what Sean Hannity has told him at 10 p.m. on Fox News Channel a bunch of different times. That's the extent of Donald Trump's knowledge. And if he retains even that, it'll be a miracle. Because I don't think he's, I don't think he's, he's well, he's just, whatever it is Obama, did Obama do it? Oh, it must be terrible. I don't give a shit. 15 years? That's a nothing term. That's a terrible deal. And watch me negotiate something that's far, far worse for the United States, far worse for arms control. But meanwhile, we've got this, uh, I mean, this started kind of as a pseudo conspiracy theory, but now it appears to be true. CBS News is reporting right now that, U.S. officials, I think there are three U.S. officials telling the press right now that Iran shot down Mm -hmm. that Ukrainian jetliner right after the Iranian missile attack on the U.S. targets in Iraq. Uh, 176 people. What, did they think it was an inbound hostile aircraft or something? Uh, Probably. They might have. Well, then Sean Hannity was saying we got B-52s heading your way, so maybe they thought that was happening. Oh, Mm. did he? Sean Hannity said Oh, there's video. There's video. Oh, my God. So it's possible. Seth Abramson has tweeted it out. Yeah, it was happening during the... T- we got to do the timeline on when the when that airliner was downed, Holy however it was downed. Shit. And if the timing was within, you know, an hour okay, of wait, Hannity saying Okay, wait, break it down for the listener that. who doesn't know what you're talking about. Cause I okay, so Sean Hannity, um, apparently, and I saw the video and watched it myself, so this yeah. is Fox News, um, you know, the last couple days. Yeah. He said... Um, he announced six B-52 bombers are on the way to the region. Uh, carrier groups are in striking distance. And basically, depending upon when this aired and when that Ukrainian airliner went down, this could have been 
because of Hannity. It's not like wow. Iran's not going to pay attention to the news or the guy that talks to Trump on a daily basis. Oh my God. Oh my yeah, God. If you go to Seth Abramson's Twitter feed, you can find it. And it's also on YouTube. So there's a possibility that Sean Hannity could be responsible for the deaths of 176 people who were shot out of the goddamn sky. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I when they said that when the initial thing was, hey, were they shot down? Um, my thoughts were if they were shot down, it was an accident. Yeah. And remember when mm-hmm. those, uh, I, I think they launched SRBMs. I think that's the uh, technical mm-hmm. acronym for what Iran launched into Iraq. Mm-hmm. Before those went up, wasn't there an FAA closure of the airspace in that region? I so that so. It's, it's, it, I thought it was after. Was it after the missile attack? I'm not sure when know. it was. Yeah. I'm just wondering why that airplane was still in the sky over, you know, over yeah. Iran during those yeah. tensions. Some, maybe someone didn't get the word or it could have been after that the FAA took action to, to clear the skies in that area. Who knows? But maybe. what a what a goddamn Possibly as a result of the passenger mm-hmm. liner going down, the FAA may have issued the warning yeah. immediately after. So basically, this I think you can all I think fold this into Donald Trump's brinksmanship. Even though Donald Trump didn't pull the trigger, Donald Trump didn't shoot that plane out of the sky. It was Donald Trump's erratic behavior and all of his uh, madman posturing that may have triggered Iran to have an itchy trigger finger, so to speak. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say at this point. We don't know anything other than this. Uh, this news alert from CBS News. So I'm sure this is going to develop as we go. We'll learn more things as uh, as time moves on. But uh, meanwhile, do yourself a favor, and if you really want to get uh, fired up, go watch Lawrence O'Donnell's interview with John Kerry last night. Yeah. Holy mm-hmm. God! If that guy, if the John Kerry who was on Lawrence O'Donnell last night had been the the John Kerry who ran in 2004, uh, George W. Bush only would have been a one-term president. And in fact, this John Kerry, I think, could be Donald Trump. I mean, he completely ate Donald Trump's lunch last night. Um, on the at least on the topic of Iran. What I don't no no it's 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 like maybe twenty five minutes. We spend the whole show talking about. Oh, it. okay. <laughs> but yeah, so you can go to Google. There's this thing called Google, and you can type in. What? And there's also, oh yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, there's other thing uh, called YouTube. That if you type in Lawrence O'Donnell, John Kerry, you'll probably get at least a clip <laughs> there, yeah. if not the entire segment. Also on the MSNBC.com website, I think there's one there. Um, okay, so Donald Trump's address yesterday was a disaster. Sniffing lies, breathless awkwardness. I mean, that was the thing that struck me right away. Is that he seemed like he couldn't catch his breath. I guess emerging out of the Close Encounters UFO uh, and, and walking up to his podium maybe uh, winded him a little bit. Did you see that? Because the door opened and it was like this bright sunshine. It was like that scene at the end of Close Encounters when all the aliens uh-huh. emerge from the spaceship. Spoilers. And so <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the effect that Donald Trump had. Uh, there's little gray aliens coming out of the bright light. And that's what, uh, that's what it appeared. And then he steps up to the podium and he's out of breath. You can hear him gasping in a couple of uh, instances. And the weird thing, too, is he started out not by saying good morning or my fellow Americans, the usual open. Instead, he just made like an announcement. As long as I'm president, Iran will never have a nuclear weapon. Well, yeah, you destroyed the one agreement that kept them from developing nuclear weapons. So I guess that's not going to happen. But here's Donald Trump opening up. And this is, again, this is tiny Trump 
But listen for the gasping, the gasping breathlessness. As long as I'm president of the United States, <laughs> Iran will never be allowed to have a nuclear weapon. Good morning. Seth Meyers said last night, he said, uh, as long as I'm president, Iran will never have a nuclear weapon. I'll have six Big Macs and a filet of fish, please. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I don't know if you can quite catch the breathlessness. You have to watch the video to see him just gasping for it. But here's a little bit more of this. Weapon. Good morning. Good morning. I'm pleased to inform you, the American people. Did you, you hear that? The, Amer- yeah. the American people. <laughs> you ever, you ever, Is he that sedentary that a walk from the Oval yes. Office like gets him completely? Oh, no. Did he have to climb some stairs or something? He didn't walk out of the Oval Office. He walked out of a UFO, David. It is right. Sorry, sense, yeah, it takes a lot of effort to walk. He's, he's just terrified of the slopes. So when you're right. walking down that, yeah, when you're walking down that ramp off the UFO, he's just a little bit sketchy about that. There was no railing for him to grab on. <laughs> All right, here's a little bit. Here's a little bit more of space alien Donald Trump. No Americans were harmed in last night's attack by the Iranian regime. We suffered no casualties. All of our soldiers are safe, and only. Minimal damage was sustained at our military bases. <laughs> at our military bases. <sighs> it's like he's taken off his helmet and the atmosphere on our planet is alien and too thin for him. Exactly. Right. It's like that scene at the end of Total Recall where uh, Schwarzenegger gets ejected out into the Mars atmosphere. Right. And, and his, his face... eyes start to bulge, yeah. Yeah, I start going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite. Uh, it's like all vowel acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, <laughs> at some point, Donald Trump said, wanted wanted to say the word tolerated. Instead, he said the word tolerated. Tolerated. Your campaign of terror, murder, mayhem will not be tolerated. The fun part about that, again, is the visual when he notices that he's said something weird. He kind of does this quick double take in front of the microphone. It's hilarious. Yeah. See, I love that because, you know, one of the reasons I love this so much, because he's, of course, an unapologetic bully. And anytime you have an unapologetic bully who makes an ass of himself, it makes that even more delicious to just completely destroy him when he when he mm-hmm. does that. So if this was just a normal president who stumbled over a word, we would go, oh, okay, whatever. But with Donald Trump, it's like, ah! It's like I'm pointing like uh, like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber when the guy's choking on the hot peppers. It's like just pointing and laughing with your mouth open and your eyes bugging. Ha! He said tolerated. <laughs> I get a lot of enjoyment out of this shit. It really like tell. it brings out the 12-year-old girl in you, doesn't it? it like, let's go really... find someone to pick apart mercilessly. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That's me, let's right? Let's go there. express disdain for someone and roll our eyes. Oh my god, it's so weird. <laughs> well, he's he said, tolerated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tolerated. Yeah, and it, there's all kinds of speculation. Tellerided. About it. That's what he meant. He's going to send them to Colorado. <laughs> Tell you right. That's right. Congratulations. You've got an all-expense-paid trip to Colorado to Tellerido. Okay, here's Donald. Here's another time he uh, stumbled yesterday. Under my leadership, our economy is stronger than ever before, and America has achieved energy independence. 
These historic accomplishment shades are strategic These... priorities. These are accomplishments that nobody thought were possible. Nobody compliments. Accomplishment shades. I don't know what he's saying. Compliment shades. These historic accomplishment shades. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know what I he think was he means accomplishments. Shades. He's, I think compliment he means, shades are right. these kind of sunglasses that you wear. <laughs> yeah, so strange. and they give you compliments. No, I think that what the, he is trying to say is accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what he's trying to say. These historic accomplishments, but he says accomplishment shades. A compliment shades. Waffle da. Yeah, he's just adding waffle da. Waffle da. He's adding. He's adding extra syllables and words yeah. in there that actually aren't there. I have no nope. idea. And then he tries to retcon it after the fact. You know, he tries to backpedal and say, I just totally meant I to say that. I know that word. I know yeah. that word. I said accomplishments. <laughs> he all, th- this pissed me off more than <laughs> He knows all else. the best words, but they pretend they don't know him. That's right. And the biggest brain. <laughs> He's got the biggest brain. Mm. Uh, Trump said those SRBMs launched from Iran were purchased using the money that we gave them. No. That uh, Barack no. Obama. Oh, God. The lies just won't die. They're a liar. For fuck's sake, that was their money that we had seized as part of the sanctions. Yes, indeed. Right. And we just released it to them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm like, Trump, did you, were there receipts on these missiles as they came down? Like big old CVS receipts trailing off the tail fins. That's right. Like, I mean, how does he know who paid for them? Like, I just. Yeah. They didn't exactly like come with a gift basket, you know? Yeah. And th- this is the thing that Donald Trump doesn't know that this agreement included China, France, Germany, Russia, and the United Kingdom. They're all the co signers. Well, along with the, along with the United States and the European Union, these are all co signers of the JCPOA, the uh, Iran deal. So Obama didn't carry out any part of it on his own. By the way, this is from factcheck.org. The deal did lift some sanctions, which lifted a freeze on Iran's assets that were held largely in foreign, not U.S. banks. And to be clear, the money that was unfrozen belonged to Iran. It had only been made inaccessible by sanctions aimed at crippling the country's nuclear program. Secondly, the $150 billion is a high-end estimate of the total that was freed up after some sanctions were lifted. Treasury Department estimates put the number at about $50 billion in quote-unquote usable liquid assets, according to 2015 testimony from Adam Zubin, acting under Secretary of Treasury for Terrorism and Financial Intelligence. My old job. So, yeah, so that's... Uh, <laughs> but still, didn't Hillary Clinton sell all of our uranium, all strategic deposits to Russia? <laughs> that's right. And then there was that thing in the pizza shop where they were selling babies and having sex crimes go on in there. That was, a, that was well, you all... You know, the red shoes are a symbol. <laughs> um, that's, you know, they're typically made from the skin of babies. <laughs> Gross. You have to listen to last week's show to know what we're talking about. That's right. And I I don't even remember. I don't know what that was a reference to. I don't remember. You were reading the website of someone who was going all (laughs) QAnon on Tom Hanks. Oh, right, right. Okay. Gotcha. And the gotcha. man with one red shoe, and she's like, oh, right. well, you know. Well, the other lie from Trump uh, <laughs> was also that the uh, Iran deal expires, quote-unquote, soon. But these Again, these are scripted what? remarks. This is shit that Stephen Miller and the other weirdos inside the White House wrote for Donald Trump yesterday. He said that the JCPOA expires soon. The deal puts a cap on enriched uranium until 2030. 12, that's 12 years from now. Who said 12 years yep. is soon? 
After that, other agreements limit nuclear weapons development in Iran. So Donald Trump doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about about anything. And this is all he's just repeating, regurgitating whatever he hears on Sean Hannity and Fox News Channel. Okay, so we're going to get into uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, remarks <laughs> earlier today because there's lots to talk about there, too. Uh, but before we do, uh, you know, everyone's making New Year's resolutions. And in case you can't think of one, I- I've got a good good idea for what you can maybe do this year for your resolution. Maybe you can resolve to look good in all your social media photos. I know that sounds superficial, but wipe out all those lines, wrinkles, and eye bags with Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. When I took the test, all I had to do was apply this powerful serum to my problem areas, and within 10 minutes, it was a new me. And the best part is there's no surgery or Botox involved. It's all natural. Simply put, I was blown away by the results. Ring in 2020 with confidence knowing Plexiderm is going to give you smooth, younger-looking skin in just a matter of minutes the best part is it goes on clear so no one's even going to know that you're using it leave your under eye bags and wrinkles in 2019 with plexiderm bye bye bags and wrinkles go to triplexiderm.com and use my code sexy liberal for 50 percent off plus an additional ten dollars off that's right 50 percent off plus an extra ten dollars off this offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code SEXYLIBERAL. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today. Use the code SEXYLIBERAL at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com, code SEXYLIBERAL. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. One, two. Show. I was working part time in the five of dime. My boss was Mr. McGee. Yeah, this is a synthetic chocolate and their cover of Raspberry Beret by Prince, of course, from Prince Tunes, Volume 1, link in the description. Submit all your music to bobseska.com slash music. Thank you for doing that. We've got a whole year of uh, all new indie music coming up. Indie Music Countdown coming up at the end of January 2. So make sure to either subscribe to our uh, feed on uh, Apple Podcasts. It's Bob Seska Show on Apple Podcasts, in case you didn't know the name of the show. And then also... <laughs> Indie Music Countdown also has its own feed uh, on Apple Podcasts and everywhere you get your podcasts. All right, so let's continue on here. Um, Oh, by the way, programming note, uh, there will not be a Tuesday or Wednesday show next week. I have a family obligation. I'll elaborate about all of it on next Thursday's show. Okay, uh, let's see. So there was a classified briefing in a uh, Senate skiff yesterday that turned into a goddamn disaster because, of course, anything that Donald Trump is involved with turns into a goddamn disaster. Uh, With the one-eyed wizard didn't show up on the island in the underground lake. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. So, you know, you might recall from yesterday that Trump said that Soleimani was planning to blow up a U.S. embassy. And that was the mm-hmm. uh, the reason why we took that uh, action to take him out with that uh, Predator drone outside the Baghdad airport. Well, Chris Van Hollen has said that senators were not told in a classified briefing yesterday about Iranian plans to blow up any U.S. embassies. So Donald Trump making shit up now. Where, where have we seen all of this happen before? <laughs> this all seems... So, so eerily for lying about intelligence. Who was that? Okay, that sweaty little dude from Utah was just freaking out. Mike Lee. 
Yeah, I'm not usually, typically very familiar with him. I mean, you know, uh, Rand Paul is a much more localized threat being from, you know, here in the incest belt. Yeah. Um, like, come on, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, you know, I just, every time Rand Paul comes on screen, I just become transfixed by his hair. Again, it's like the Trump's, you know, getting high on Sudafed. It's like you are a U.S. senator. You have like 13th century nobility money at this point. You got like foundational wealth in your checking account. Yeah. Like get a decent freaking haircut. Like, well, just- yeah. Again, I mean, Donald Trump has $9 billion allegedly. And he's allegedly. got that hair, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently. Rand Paul, I don't think, is even hiding a bald spot. He's just got shitty hair. Like, it just bothers me. Have we determined whether or not that's a toupee or whether that's really his hair? The bag full of corkscrews. I don't think anyone would fabricate a toupee that bad. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like one of those old-timey toupees that just sit right on the top of your head. Like uh, Like the grandpa from Christmas Vacation. That it just sits there and it can very easily just slide right off or at least slide off to the side just a little bit so it's at a jaunty angle. It seems like that kind of shitty toupee. I've seen it wet. There, he's showed up a couple of times with his hair wet, which is kind of yeah, gross. like like with Jerry curl or something on it. It's yeah, weird. have you seen it? Well, I think that's just yeah. product. I think that's just an it's excess product. Of product. It's not, yeah, it's just too much product. It's but the glue. It's so gross. <laughs> it's the rubber. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like really, you have run off so many gays in your world that you can't even get <laughs> exactly. a, a single staffer <laughs> who will who will cons- he can consult on hair maintenance like, yeah, yeah. just it, come on you've got like like I said but I've seen him also like he wears his trousers like completely unhemmed he's got like a suit jacket that's like off the rack from men's <laughs> warehouse and then he's got this giant pile of fabric between his ankles and his knees because he didn't get his trousers tailored yeah and I- it's just like Really, Rand Paul? Oh, you're talking about Rand Paul? I thought you were talking about Donald Trump's weird pants. Oh, him too. Yeah. Like, but he like already came, he came to Washington already dressed for Washington. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. He's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's got like a Washington, like sartorial style and Mm -hmm. New York charm, you know? Um, Well, so how about this? I mean, with the situation with Iran, it has prompted, and this is uh, kind of an indication, this is a litmus test in terms of how poorly Donald Trump has done, how much of a disaster we're in the middle of with Donald Trump and this Iran situation. Because not only is Tucker Carlson running away from Donald Trump, criticizing profusely uh, Donald Trump's uh, actions in all of this, but then also Mm -hmm. Mike Lee and Rand Paul step out of that skiff, and they're like, oh, what the fucking hell was that? Yeah. Mike Lee was like melting the fuck down. I mean, yeah, he was, he was. Like, he's really pissed. This was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Bats and monkeys flying out of an ass. You know, I mean, just like he's he was yeah. sweating and fuming, and I mean, like Jesus, dude, really? Mm-hmm. That's right. It was what? like it was personal. It was like they came out and said, "Oh, by the way, Mike Lee, your mama is so fat." <laughs> 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 yeah, well, Lee, uh, Mike Lee said officials refused to say whether they'd seek congressional approval for the hypothetical assassination of Iran's supreme leader. They're talking about... Uh, <laughs> well, aren't the supreme leaders the Ayatollahs? I thought those were the supreme leaders. Uh, yeah, no, Ali Khamenei. Yeah, was one of the... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one of the several Khamenei's. He's the, yeah, yeah, he's the supreme There's leader. There's a Khamenei, but there was a Khamenei, right? Khamenei. Yeah. There's yeah. Khamenei and then Khomeini. Yeah. Who's dead. Oh, Khomeini's God. dead, yeah. and there's Khomeini, who I believe is the current supreme leader. And the, yeah, okay. the Ayatollahs are always the supreme guys because they're from God. Yeah, right. And the then, Lord. right, Rouhani is the president. The gotcha. President, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
So they're saying that uh, they don't want to tell the Gang of Eight, which has authority to see whatever classified information they want to mm-hmm. see, because Donald Trump said they, they don't want to expose sources and methods. Yeah, no. Well, the reason this is, is one, they don't know what Mr. the hell Mr. Codeword Intelligence and the Oval Office with Lavrov is now worried about exposing sources and methods. You're kidding. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. That just makes me want to just run out in the street in front of traffic. Well, there's, I mean, a, there's a couple of things here. The one, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know the answer to these questions. And two, they think that members of Congress, especially the Democratic members of the Gang of Eight, are going to leak this information. And so they don't want to tell him. Again, this is another expansion of executive power by the president here and it's happening in real time we're seeing it happen even mike lee republican far right conservative republican mike lee and far right conservative uh republican Rand paul are saying that donald trump is way out of line overreaching to the extreme so well did you hear sarah sanders oh what did she say she said, I can't think of anything dumber than allowing Congress to take over our foreign policy. The last thing we want to do is push powers into Congress's hands and take them away from the president. Oh, my God. Well, she doesn't read the Constitution. That, hasn't that historically been like, I mean, it is Congress's prerogative yes. to start and fund wars. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, for fuck's sake, we're so screwed. Um, yeah, so spe- speaking of Donald Trump's smartness, Um, One of the things he said today, I don't know what he was doing. He was speaking in the Oval Office with a bunch of people standing behind him in hard hats, which I always feel, I've mentioned this a million times, but I always feel bad for anyone who's got to stand behind Donald Trump when he decides to take questions. Because fast forward five hours later, and they're ready to pass out from exhaustion. Try to stand up. I always say this, but try to stand up. And, and stand at attention without doing anything that's going to distract attention from someone else and do that for five minutes and see how you feel after five minutes. It is not fun to just have to stand at attention like that indefinitely. And Donald Trump mm-hmm. makes all of his guests do that when he goes to take questions. But um, that's just a minor observation. He also said, you weren't in choir, were you? Oh, I was an altar boy. I had to fucking stand at yeah. length, mm-hmm. and I so I know. And we were even instructed: don't lock your knees. Make right. sure you don't, keep- n- never. There's not a single situation in life where someone's like, "Okay, now make sure and lock your knees." <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> have you a- been to a full a full Roman Catholic wedding? I mean, that's a two and a half hour mass, oh, and yeah. you're standing during most of it. Yeah, in fact, uh, yeah, I used to serve mass for that. I used to be an altar boy for those those weddings. And oh, God, the only great part about it was the fact that you could get uh, a little gratuity at the end. They would sometimes That's the only good thing about it. Yeah, yeah. Because it was leftover wine. It was extra. Yeah. Well, there was that, too. Um, If Father Roper was around, we could get extra wine. (laughs) (laughs) Father Roper? You really had a Father Roper? Mr. Roper? Roper? Mr. Roper? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you got to bear in mind we're Episcopalian. So they go by their last name. It's not his first name. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. And his name, I think, was actually David Roper. I think he was. Was it Norman Fell? Are you sure it, it was wasn't Norman, Norman Fell? <laughs> he looks like Richard Dreyfus, actually. Wow. But, um, yeah. Well, like, you look so Jewish to be a priest. But here's uh, Donald Trump said during his press gaggle today, uh, and this is an exact quote: "There are so many people walking around without legs." What? That's he a. Didn't. Yes. Yes, he said that. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Plus, oh man. Plus, on Twitter today, he took credit for the drop in the cancer death rate. 
He said, uh, "No, it's increased right. actually. The no, the incidence of children's brain tumors has increased since he went into office because he dropped those restrictions on certain pesticides." Mm-hmm. Is that true? It's like fact. Yes, yeah. it's fact. I can send you the stats. I remember reading it and just being absolutely horrified. Well, there's like a measurable increase since he took office in children's brain cancers because good God. they had taken this one pesticide out of circulation. Yeah. It was one of the first things he did was drop that regulation back in office. But I Jesus. interrupted you. I'm sorry. Go no, on. that's okay. No, that's important to know. Um, but I think overall, the overall cancer rate has actually, or the cancer death rate has dropped. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the smoking campaign. It's the lack of, ca- of lung cancer deaths. Absolutely. And he said, <laughs> a lot of good news coming out of this administration. <laughs> so he's taking credit. <laughs> like, yes, it's his administration. That's, that's why fewer people are dying of cancer. It's actually, no. This, the cancer rate fell continuously, and this is the statistic that he's referencing, uh, from 1991 through 2017. So Donald Trump was only president for one year of that decline in the cancer mm-hmm. death rate. Again, you know, there's uh, economic expansion and job growth from 2010, the beginning of 2010, all the way, or let's just go back even earlier, 2009 through today, to, uh, 2020. There are two terms of Barack Obama in there, one term of Donald Trump, not even. But Donald Trump gets all the credit for the expansion uh-huh. that took place over two Obama terms, and he's only been president for three years. <laughs> so do the math and see who deserves the credit for the economy. But he's doing the same thing with this thing, and it, it, he's only been president for one year over the span of this decline in uh, American cancer death rates. Uh, so Jesus Christ. Plus, <laughs> here's something else he said. Donald Trump said today that... Uh, that he gives his salary, his presidential salary, to drugs. He gets all his <laughs> We money. know that. We saw him talk yesterday. Yes, exactly we know he gives right. it to drugs. Right. Here's the clip from his press gaggle earlier. For instance, I give up my salary. It's 450000 approximately 450000 presidential salary. I give it up. It goes to, usually I give it to drugs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A moment wow. of candor. And he says, he I goes on that. to say, and Elaine Chow. So he gives his money to drugs okay. and Elaine Chow. Elaine Chow is Great. Moscow Mitch's wife. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know who he's given his salary to, but he said he gives it to drugs. And I don't know how else you can. For instance, I give up my salary. It's 450000 approximately 450000 presidential salary. <laughs> I give it up. It goes to, usually I give it to drugs. Woohoo! a little round of applause for drugs. <laughs> oh, oh yes. What does he actually mean? Can you translate that from Trumpies for me? I think he's saying that he gives it to Health and Human Services. I, who knows? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Does he give it to the DEA? Who's? I don't know what he means other than the literal interpretation of it, which is he's just buying a lot of drugs. He's going, oh, give me all the Adderall. Give me all the Sudafed. That's why he's got a, an entire drawer filled with Sudafed. But it's not the regular Sudafed. It's apparently the British Sudafed, which has got a higher concentration of Sudafedrine in there, apparently. But this is this Jesus. is what he's spending his money on. See, again, my theory is... 
He uses Adderall for the teleprompter shit, and he uses pseudoephedrine or something very, very similar to that for his rallies. Because right. the pseudoephedrine, well, that's kind of like meth, and that gets you all, you know, where he's just motor mouth mm-hmm. and he just goes. And then when he's, like what we saw yesterday, that teleprompter speech, in order for him to be able to focus on the words, he's got to have the Adderall to help his concentration. And there's a lot of speculation mm-hmm. as to whether or not he sniffs it. And I know there is one theory that says that he sniffs the Adderall, then uses the pseudofed to stop the nose from running. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds but of he's variations. he's still sniffling the whole time. It's bizarre. It's right. so... Mm. Yeah, I don't know what, again, I don't know what that sniffing is. All we can do is just take it at face value and theorize. He's not addicted to Adderall. He just really, really likes the smell. (laughs) (laughs) All right, on that note, we'll take one last break and come back with uh, more show right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska! song so you could uh, see if you could guess what the uh, what the cover was before the lyric starts and this is Kaz something to talk about covering Bonnie Raitt uh, from his amazing album Time Passed Anyways God I love this it's actually more of an EP but uh, still just fucking incredible just incredible music okay so let's see I'm gonna do a bit of shameless self-promotion and mention that I interviewed Cookie from last week's show yes that on was Friday. Awesome. And it was really a fun interview. I've gotten some of the audio issues ironed out that I was having with my podcast. So everybody come to the T-Rex show or the, uh, the T-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Do you That's even right. know the name of your own show, David? Yeah, right. I do. The T-Rex I do. Show. To be completely honest, one of the cats went streaking across the room right then. And I was worried he was going to slam into the microphone and the sound filter <laughs> thing that I have here. So I was like, what's actually happening? And I'm trying to talk at the same time, which is never a good idea. 
That's right. <laughs> Shit. Well, yes, please do listen to the T-Rex show at yes. patreon.com. The T-Rex report. The T-Rex report. Patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Link yes. in the description. We had a great interview. Yeah. Well, I've got a link in the description, as always, to uh, both of you uh, at uh, bobsuska.com. Okay. So uh, I guess we're doing this, too. Still impeaching the motherfucker. It's gonna take him out, Ukraine. Uh, strangely enough, because uh, there hasn't been anything happening with the impeachment over the last five, ten days or so. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, we only have one Ukraine impeachment story sitting here. I don't know what's going on. Just got to fix this somehow. Well, I, we can't talk about the stasis though, because I do feel like there's a definite kind of bullying thing started to happen with McConnell and like, you know, hey, little lady, hand those articles of impeachment over. You don't know what oh, you're yeah, doing with them. Yeah, yeah there you is. Know, and it's obnoxious as shit. Like, you know, it's until we know, like, the level of the playing, the, the playing field, whether it's going to be level or not, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no point in handing them over to the Senate, especially as more evidence keeps coming out. More evidence came out yesterday. Yeah. Emails back and forth, you know, from the State Department that's Trump directly ordered the aid to Ukraine to be held back until these right. preconditions were met. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's no palming it off on any one lower functionary, any ambassador, or even Rudy himself. Right, right. Well, it was. Yeah, shit. It's it's kind of a mess right now. Um, but I'm glad to see that Nancy Pelosi's holding her ground. She's not going to yep. cave into this pressure from Mitch McConnell. He's actually threatening to go forward and do this without her. <laughs> he just wants to start. And uh, it doesn't help that he was up at the White House meeting with Trump privately yesterday to discuss the impeachment trial specifically. Says here, McConnell walked Trump through the trial format and the Republican reactions to recent developments. McConnell's office has been in discussion with the White House for weeks regarding the trial, working together on various (laughs) ideas and proposals for how the trial should be set up. Now, that is really seriously fucked up right then and there. Yep. The fact that they're working together on ideas and proposals for how the trial should be set up. He's the goddamn defendant. Why? Since when does the defendant get you to don't. say, yeah, uh, this not oh, should be happening? No, make no mistake. This is going to be a circus, and he's going to be the ringmaster, and we're yeah. going to all yeah. feel a little dumber and a little dirtier when it's over. Um, I just hope that it's, you know. D- Jody, do you think that uh, the Senate's going to get uh, John Bolton to testify, or do you think the House should get him in there first? I, I You know, part of me wants him to. I, how can we trust him? Uh, mm-hmm. Other than the fact that, again, John Bolton did not kill Suleimani when he had an opportunity, so there is that. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, everybody. I mean, George W. Bush didn't do it. I know Barack and Obama that was a John Bolton. You yeah. know, yeah. I mean, but do so, we need to be able to trust John Bolton to weaponize exactly. him? I mean, if you ask, I mean, I don't I, think I don't I don't think he would lie under oath because I do think that he has some semblance of what the law. But he might word but he, things I think he has in a an way. Anti-Trump agenda now. Yeah, I, I, he might, but he, I think he would word it in a way so that he looks good, yeah. first off, but not lie about it necessarily. He may not remember things. Uh, who knows? I mean, I think that Adam Schiff should depose him in private first. Oh, I so agree. Like he did everybody else. Yeah. Um, so it all, de- I, you know, I think that the House should go ahead and subpoena him. And by the way, nothing's stopping John Bolton from talking. He can talk anytime he wants. That's right. Don't you think he kind of has an agenda now, though? I mean, because he got He's sort of spurned. About the Trump White House, and I think he's like, I mean, I think that when he actually made that statement the other day, it was it was a shot across the bow mm. to the administration saying, like, I, you know, it would make perfect sense for me to come out and cooperate with the government against you. Well, isn't it, isn't it <laughs> weird that uh, 
John Bolton. I almost said Michael Bolton. For God's sake. <laughs> He's a, you know, Michael Bolton's a better singer than John Bolton. <laughs> that is if, oh, a thousand percent true. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think we should do a whole sketch based around like all the things that Michael Bolton can do better than John Bolton. <laughs> Dress, personal but grooming. There is no video of Michael Bolton that is funnier than the video of, of John Bolton on that uh, sit and spin thing on Fox and Friends where mm. Ducey is twisting him around on that exercise machine and he's mm-hmm. looks like he's the happiest. John Bolton looks like he's the happiest man in the world at that very moment. <laughs> it is so funny. I love that. Nothing John Bolton ever does can top that that piece of video. And it's a gift too in case you want to use it on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, isn't it, isn't it strange that John Bolton came out and agreed to testify at around the same time as Donald Trump launched uh, a drone attack against Soleimani? Isn't that funny how that happened at the same time? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, isn't it funny that it happened right then and there? I think that let's Trump- think for a second. Though. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like this sent shockwaves. I mean, I've heard like just things that different people have mentioned to me, or just I've seen in various media things with it. Like, I think this really rattled Trump. I think it scared him how bad he fucked up with this. Yeah, you think so? Or do you yeah, think it's, do you I, think I it's do. the brinksmanship I, that he actually was rattled by the stakes of it, the high stakes? Like this That's is what I mean. Yeah. I think it looked, and I think, but also, I mean, not if it was bad enough to rattle him, yeah. Imagine how the Mulvaney's and the, you know, the Rand Paul's and the, I mean, just all the like various like fossils. You mean there's more than one, got, there's more than one Mulvaney? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we're screwed. So, I yeah. mean, the cabinet member, just people who like have had like long term like dealings know, with the Republican Party and are just like, you yeah. know, jealously guarding blood and treasure and going, this is this would be a huge waste and a huge loss of life and and money. Well, yeah, this could have escalated so far mm-hmm. beyond where it did. Thank God the Iranians, well, and it hasn't ended. No, it hasn't. But thank God, the, I mean, thank God the Iranians had the sense of mind to go. Hey, you know what? If we hit the Americans back without inflicting any casualties, that's going to send a sign to Donald Trump that we're interested in de-escalating this, but we have to save face. So we are going to launch an attack. We're just not going to inflict any casualties. Thank God someone in the White House mm-hmm. told Donald Trump, hey, look, they're trying to send you a message uh, here. Uh, mm-hmm. d- d- don't hit them back because they're trying to give you a, some wiggle room to get out of all of this, which Donald Trump, to his credit, actually saw the light and is is. As I said earlier, though, the consequences of his overall, and I put dick quotes around this word, his overall strategy, which doesn't really mm-hmm. exist. It's just the madness. There's no strategy. Yeah, it's no, all the, tactics. Right. It's all trying to turn the news cycle for an hour. And the only strategy that he's employing, and maybe you can define it as a tactic, too, is to just act like a crazy person. Thinking, oh, shit. You know, they, they, he wants uh, Iran, he wants his enemies to go, oh, shit, we don't want to piss off Donald Trump because he's crazy. He could do anything. He could launch missiles. He could launch these hypersonic weapons, which, by the way, he talked about hypersonic weapons. I think it was uh, mm-hmm. in his remarks yesterday. Yeah, uh, that was classified. So if you want to see something funny, go and watch the video of Donald Trump delivering his sniffy, breathless remarks yesterday and watch when he talks about the hypersonic weapons. Watch the faces of the generals behind him, the Joint Chiefs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. They're like, Boom. what is a hypersonic weapon? Exactly. I don't it's even just, know what that is. It's just it's a a really fast moving. It's a, it goes yeah. faster than the speed of sound. I mean, it's right. like, the oh, oh, I thought we're talking like some kind of like, you know extremely amplified loud noise no but, but you're also well, there are those for crowd dispersal you there know, people, are yeah but also don't forget you're a liar trump 
He's a liar. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we don't know whether that's true or not, whether there actually are hypersonic weapons being developed. But this is, again, this goes back to 2015, something that Chez predicted in 2015, that Donald Trump was going to start blabbing classified information that he received in his uh, national security briefings. And here we are. Mm -hmm. And here we are. I don't know. I can't count how many times he's done it so far. But the, the other thing you might be thinking of, David, were those weapons that Vladimir Putin is developing that... They're missiles that actually hover over their target and drop nuclear spooge down on the people below. <laughs> Little bomblets. Mm-hmm. They're, they're actually literally like the things that come out of this kind of cluster weapons are called bomblets. Bomblets, really? Are you serious? Yeah, no, I'm totally serious. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I'm like, like, can I get one with peppers and onions? You know, like it's sausage too. Like, yeah, we'll add like a, you know, over easy (laughs) bomblet. Too funny. Uh, Richard Engel tweeted earlier today. He said that uh, this is not over. Don't sit and get complacent and think that the situation with Iran is over. I guess this goes back to what we were saying at the top of the show too, which is that, uh, you know, we got to keep our eyes open because, um, there are a lot of people who might freelance a retaliation, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of militias and a lot of terror cells that uh, Donald Trump may have inadvertently. Uh, a lot of valuable to- minerals. Minerals. <laughs> 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 you know, I tried to actually move that over into the other area of my life. I tried to tell a friend that the other day, and he just look, looked at me like a dog hearing a high-pitched sound. Yeah. Greenland yeah. is a strategic place <laughs> up there, and uh, they got a lot of valuable lot minerals. Of minerals. <laughs> I don't want to predict an outcome. I'm just saying the president, who knows the thing. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Oh, my part. God. The president. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the school song he's singing God, it, what, back when I was a big drug user a friend of mine used to say that he'd, you'd lean over the mirror and he'd say sing the school song girls <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. let, here's a tip for if you're starting your own podcast get yourself this clip because Whenever there's a slowdown in your show, all you got to do is go. Greenland is a strategic <laughs> place <laughs> up there, and uh, they got a lot of valuable minerals. It just literally sounds like he's melting when he says he's got a lot of valuable minerals. Is, I wonder <laughs> is Larry Kudlow doing Dry January? Is that what that uh, what they're calling it now? Dry is it what? Dry Dry January? The the drinkless yeah. drinkless January. I don't know what it's. Is there yeah. a thing? Yeah. But J- Jody, isn't Stephanie doing like what are they calling? Yeah, this? she's. Well, she's calling it dry January. Dry a lot of January. people do at the beginning of the year. They just don't yeah. drink for the first month. She hasn't been drinking since December 4th. Okay. Well, that's great. I, I Or December 6th, something like that. The 6th or the 7th, she was not allowed to drink healing. two weeks before her surgery. Right. Yeah. There, was, there was a couple of weeks, but now she's cleared. I, I think Dr. She's Nicole been cleared in. to drink. Yeah. As soon as I was cleared, I started. <laughs> yeah that's the way that's the way you go that's the way you do it well no they said i could drink as soon as i was off the five literally only five painkillers they gave me they only gave you five they're so stingy with that shit. five yeah usually you get five days worth which is usually about 20 pills no 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 they gave me five. Oh, that's right there's oh, a Jesus. opioid crisis happening right now mm-hmm. that i thought melania was supposed to be fixing the best but she's not doing the a best. damn thing no 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 but no. yeah they only gave me five norco and i, I would take them mainly at night if i needed to sleep and that was it 
Yeah, and I think Stephanie had a adverse reaction. She to, did. To that. She did. That's she had bad. projectile vomiting. Poor thing. Yeah, because if, if five had... Norco used to be an appetizer for me. I know. <laughs> oh, I, they man. really were like, yeah, they, wow. they were super, st- and they were funny with me. They're like, well, you only weigh 109 pounds. So you should probably only take a half of one. I'm like, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I live in Los Angeles, okay? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, coming up, we've got the postmortem show on our Patreon page. After this music is done playing, we just keep on talking for like 20 minutes or so, and then we put that audio up on our Patreon page for you to listen to in case you just can't get enough of us. Um, so make <laughs> sure you go to bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash show, or you can just go to bobseska.com and click the all caps Patreon link beneath the logo. Go and sign up for $5 a month. That'll get you the postmortem show every Tuesday and Thursday and you can listen to that. Why don't you? Um, also, uh, T-Rex's show is at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report or the T-Rex show. What he was calling it. So you're, I'm never going right. to live this down. You're not. You're not. <laughs> and Jody Hamilton is at uh, sexyliberal.com, also from dash the dash bunker.com. Buzz Burbank's got a new newscast, new brand new Buzz Burbank news and comment out today. So go listen to that. There's a commentary from yours truly in there, too. Uh, and that's it. I guess uh, make sure to use the hashtag sexyliberal and give all of these shows a five star rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. And uh, I'm always looking at Apple Podcasts and tracking uh, all of my positive reviews because I'm so insecure. I need to I need to see that shit. So thank you to everybody. <laughs> in, in all seriousness, thank you to everybody who's given us positive reviews and, and uh, all those five-star ratings. Really appreciate that. It is one of the best ways to support the show. Meanwhile, go shopping through our Amazon link at bobseska.com. It's the all-caps Amazon link just beneath the logo. If you click that link, it'll take you right to the front page of Amazon.com where you can go shopping as usual. But we get a teeny tiny commission from some of your purchases through our special link. So thank you for doing that, too. And uh, that's it. We'll see you on the Postmortem Show, folks. Bye-bye. You're a liar, Trump. 2020, a new year. It's the perfect opportunity to take your business to the next level by hiring the right people. But finding qualified candidates can be challenging. ZipRecruiter.com slash begin makes it easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to more than 100 of the web's leading job boards. But they don't stop there with their powerful matching technology. ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes and finds people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one, spotlighting the top candidates so you never miss a great match. It's so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com begin. That's ZipRecruiter.com B-E-G-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com begin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.